Watch Colorado, baby. That's what's happening right now on the potential Big 12 expansion front. I'm Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports, covering the Big 12 Conference is how you join us. Appreciate you being here, as always, a part of the show. If it's on YouTube, hit that subscribe button on the podcast. Subscribe, leave five stars, and of course, anywhere that you're joining us on Facebook Live as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. So, uh, this feels to me like the calm before the storm. NCAA tournament's done. We're sitting here in April. Big 12 TV negotiations, excuse me, Pac-12 TV negotiations have gone nowhere. It is the calm before the storm. Something's going to happen. I don't know what. I don't know how. And I don't know when. But something is going to happen on this front that is going to explode the Big 12, the Pac-12, and the college sports landscape in the coming weeks. And I say watch Colorado because that was a recent report that came down this week from the New York Post's Andrew Marchand. Now, you're probably sitting there saying, what would a guy with the New York Post know about Big 12 expansion? Well, Andrew Marchand is known as one of the top media reporters in the country, if not the top. He's very good. I've been reading Andrew and following him for a very long time. He's not a nobody if you follow this stuff for a living, and many of you know that name as well. I'm just saying, if you don't, don't think it's a no-name. Andrew Marchand is very tapped in on the media side of what is happening. He's got a lot of connections. And uh, he put out an article this week that simply said, uh, the Pac-12 media writes, the team to watch on the Big 12, Pac-12 front is Colorado. That's the team to watch. And I'm sitting here and I'm reading it and I'm saying to myself, you know what? That has made perfect sense to me for a very long time. It makes all the sense in the world that a team like Colorado will be the one that would eventually bolt because they're worried about what their next is going to look like. It's the same exact thing that happened to them when they went from the Big 12 to the Pac-12. They jumped early. They didn't have to jump early for the Pac-12. Now, Colorado always kind of had its nose in the air a little bit. They thought they were more associated with the West Coast than the Heartland. And they had a chance to jump. They had no partners that they were going to stay safe with, right? That was the deal for Colorado. Remember back to realignment. Go back over a decade ago. Everybody was pairing off. Who are you going to partner with? The Kansas schools, right? You had the Oklahoma schools. You had Texas Tech. You had those pairings. What was Colorado going to do? They didn't have a natural partner. So when they got the Pac-12 invite, they bolted. They jumped. They jumped out of fear. They did not want to be the team left standing. They didn't want to be the ones holding the bag. So they jumped early. And that, along with Nebraska and obviously everything else that happened, ultimately almost led to the Big 12's demise. Of course it didn't, but it almost did. So now here we are over a decade later. And the same situation is playing out. It's a cliche, but history may very well be repeating itself. Colorado does not want to be stuck as the last man standing in the Pac-12 because then the Pac-12 becomes the Mountain West. And Colorado's got a lot of enthusiasm right now. They got Coach Prime, Deion Sanders there. They had a sold-out spring game. I think they had like 2,000 people at their spring game last year. They sold out the stadium for the spring game this year. They cannot afford to lose this momentum. And you know that Deion Sanders walks right out that door if the Pac-12 implodes in his face. 
Dion is not going to put up with that kind of embarrassment on his watch. They've invested heavily in him in this program right now, and they cannot afford to be a team stuck with Cal and Oregon State in whatever the heck the Pac-12 looks like if this thing does implode and if the money's just not there. So the official uh, report from Andrew Marchand read as follows, quote, the Pac-12 media rights agreement won't be completed until late spring or early summer, according to The Athletic. They said the CW is now in play. The CW. Here's Gilmore Girls for the 897th time, followed by Cal and Stanford. In fact, we actually think our numbers are better for Gilmore Girls than the Cal-Stanford game kicking off in a half hour. So we're not going to do a pregame. We're just going to run Gilmore Girls right in the Cal-Stanford. I mean, I'm just saying you could see it, could you not? Anyway, uh, Marshand adds... They said the pat. They said the CW is now in play. We will add this to the conversation around potential defections from the Pac-12 to the Big 12. He adds, "Watch Colorado. Keep an eye on Colorado," says Andrew Marchand, media reporter from the New York Post, one of the best guys in the business. That's been the school to watch, and it makes perfect sense. If the Pac-12 is going to get a a cheap disappointing media deal, which looks more likely by the day. Every day that passes, the worse it is for the Pac-12. Every single day that passes without a deal is a bad day. Look at this economy. Ad revenue, ad spending is down across the board. The economy is soft. And you know what? It's only softening if you ask the economic experts. That's not changing by the end of April. That's not changing by Memorial Day. And the Pac-12 is trying to negotiate a TV deal and cobble something together that's anywhere close to the Big 12 with what kind of leverage? You have none. And as we talked about last week on the show, there's no guarantee that, by the way, the, the, the league is in a position where it can sit there and turn anybody down. How could you possibly, if you're the Pac-12, turn anybody down right now? At some point, somebody's going to get jitters and jump ship. And once one domino falls in that league, it's over. It is a free-for-all. If one single domino falls, it's over. And for the Big 12, Colorado is a perfect addition. And I have made this argument for months on end about Colorado. It actually brings back a team in a time when college sports is all about creating new rivalries. rivalries it brings back a team that many Big 12 fans are going to be familiar with. You know, the old Big 12 North schools will be very familiar with trips to Boulder. Colorado has shown an investment in its sports, especially football with Coach Prime. And I don't know if Dion's going to work. I do know this much. He can recruit. He's going to get guys there. He wouldn't have gone there if he knew he couldn't get guys there. He's going to get dudes there. And if Colorado football's good, that's good for any conference it's associated with. Great place to watch a game. Great college town. I know it's a bunch of, you know, hippie crazies in some respects, but it's a great college town. It's a geographical fit. It was in the Big 12, right? So it is naturally a good fit from that perspective. And the Big 12 brand is a little bit like Live Golf. L-I-V, Live Golf, whatever you want to call it, where they're going for the edgy, they're going for the different. They're going for the entertainment route. Brett Yormark has made that clear that that's kind of the, the angle he's trying to take. He's not going to out-SEC the SEC with top-notch football, uh, the history around that league. He's not going to top him on that front. He can be edgier. 
He can have the personalities. He can do all those things that gives the Big 12 whatever competitive edge it can find. And I know I never believe that you should make a move on a program for expansion based on who the coach is because the coach could uh, you know, go away tomorrow. I don't think you typically do that. But I think in this case, if you're Colorado, you make an exception. One, because you know them. They're an old Big 12 foe. You know them. You know what the program's about. You know what the location's about. Very familiar to the Big 12. You tap into the Denver market, which just keeps continuing to grow, 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 grow. And most importantly, it implodes the Pac-12. You get one, and that thing is over. That ship is sailed. That conference is done. You only need one. And then you're going to have the rest of them begging. They're going to be on their hands and knees begging the Big 12 to be that 14th team. That's what's going to happen. If you get just one, that's all it takes. And I hope Colorado is over itself. I hope Colorado is realizing that, you know what, Big 12 is a darn good conference. This is not about, you know, what some uh, administrator in the business school thinks is best. Because, you know what, money is what talks. Money is talking right now. And these these schools, the athletic departments in the Pac-12, if that money ain't coming, they got to figure out what's next. And they've got to look to this thing and say, okay, what do we do from here? Where do we go from here? And that's where the Big 12 has an enormous amount of leverage in this situation. And they should utilize every single ounce of it that they have. And they will utilize every single ounce of it that they have. Because that's what Brett Yormark has done since day one for this league. Every single day he has put this league and this conference in a better position than it was the day prior. From the TV deal, beating the Pac-12 to the TV deal, to the Rucker Park move a couple of weeks ago in New York City, getting a you know summer camps there. It's going to be a very good scene, very good branding opportunity for this league. To a, a business development event that they're putting on down in, what, Dallas-Fort Worth in a few weeks. They are lining everything up just like you would want them to line it up. And it is brilliant from a business, from a strategy, from a conference expansion perspective. And I don't just mean conference expansion perspective from the teams. I mean from a branding perspective. It makes all the sense in the world. And, you know, at some point, I think we're going to have to do it. Believe in Brett shirts. I just think we're going to have to do that. Believe in Brett. And if you're a Big 12 fan, you've got to be on board with that. Believe in Brett. Because this, this league is in an outstanding place right now, and it is only getting better. Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports. It's good to be with you. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Same thing if you're on the podcast. Leave us five stars, a rating, review, subscribe. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate you being a part of the show. And uh, we got free Heartland College Sports koozies when you leave that rating and review and send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O at heartlandcollegesports.com. You know, we don't have some massive marketing budget. We just don't have that here. But we have built this thing into the uh, number one Big 12 podcast out there. We are reaching millions of Big 12 fans every month between our website, our audio content, our video content. So thank you. And you're playing a role in that. So if you can leave us uh, a quick rating and a review on the podcast, or of course, subscribe on YouTube, share the video, every single one of those helps. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Uh, Jared wants, uh, this is on Facebook live in your mark. We trust that's, that's good. I like that. I like that. Uh, Jim, Deion Sanders and Colorado are not going to want to be in a conference with minimum TV exposure. That would not be very prime time. I see what you did there, Jim. 
That's exactly right. Dion didn't go to Boulder to be sitting on Apple TV Plus on a Tuesday night taking on uh, you know the Washington State Cougars. Better off staying at, uh, where was he, Jackson State? Uh, that's a g- very well done there, Jim. I agree with that. It would not be prime time. Jared writes, uh, where is this one here? Steve, uh, I think the first to bolt, if it happens, is Colorado or Arizona. I agree. I could very much see that happening. Very much see that happening. So, uh, speaking of all this news, here's something else that came out for the Pac-12 today. This is just bizarre. Very bizarre. Here's the news from uh, John Wilner, one of the uh, Pac-12 media lackeys. Mercurynews.com is who he officially is employed by. Unofficially gets kickbacks from George Kliakov. I'm kidding about that, but maybe not. Okay. Pac-12 Deputy Commissioner. Here's the story. Pac-12 Deputy Commissioner Jamie Zaninovich is leaving the conference this week after nine years. He is becoming the managing director at Trail Runner International, a global strategic communications firm. Zaninovich doubles as the Pac-12's chief operating officer and has worked closely with Commissioner George Kliakov on the media rights negotiations. <laughs> I love how they say that. He's worked closely on the media rights negotiations. You mean the media rights negotiations that have been a colossal failure? Anyway, Friday will be his last day. However, his first consulting project at Trail Runner, you're not going to believe this, will be to advise the Pac-12 on the media negotiations, expansion, and basketball strategy. In his new role, Zaninovich will help Trail Runner grow its sports business operation. The company is based in Dallas-Fort Worth, but has offices across the country and in Shanghai. Okay, so you've got a guy who has completely failed in trying to get the Pac-12 a TV deal. And he's now going to basically be on the other side of the negotiation. I mean, not the other side of the table, but he's going to be advising the Pac-12 alongside Commissioner George Kliakov. But they're not going to be sitting on the same team necessarily. This guy, Zaninovich, is going to lead the Pac-12 as the COO. And he's going to be advising the Pac-12 on what to do with its media rights negotiations. Does that make you feel like a conference that's in a thriving place right now? Does that make you feel... Looking from the outside, which we all are, does that make you feel like this is a league that in an upward direction when the COO leaves, basically hedges his bets and says, sure, I'll keep negotiating with you, George. I'll continue negotiating on behalf of the Pac-12. But just in case this thing implodes, I'm going to go to the consulting side of this and I'm going to you know, take a flyer over there. Does that sound to you? like a conference that is in a great place from the standpoint of health. Like there's a lot of confidence in that room right now in the future of this league. No, it doesn't. If your COO leaves, but then says, I'll still help you out. That is really bad. Think about it from your business, right? If your business is kind of on shaky footing and one of your right-hand mans or women if one of your right-hand men or women say to you, hey, you know what? Uh, I'll keep helping you with this big project, but I'm going to work for somebody else who could cut my check, who might be, you know, just in case this thing doesn't work out, I got kind of an off-ramp here. That's what it sounds a lot like to me. You know, if the president loses a secretary of state after a big foreign policy debacle, that's a bad look for the White House. Same exact thing here, just with a sports media analogy to it. 
This is a horrible look for the Pac-12. It didn't get any attention, by the way. No one's really written about this outside of Wilner. No one's really talked about this outside of Wilner. But if you want another, just a, just a, just a little kernel here, a little sign, something to latch on to, something to talk about, something to dig into, that's it. And it is bad news top to bottom for this league. There's no doubt about it. It's bad news for this league. It's bad news for the future of this league. The Big 12's sitting pretty. The Big 12's sitting in the driver's seat right now. And nobody else can make that case when it comes to these two conferences and where they stand. It is a good day for the Big 12. It's been a very good run for the Big 12. It is a very good day for the Big 12 in terms of what they're doing, where this thing stands, and what the future is right now. Now, elsewhere around the Big 12, just some news and notes. Uh, transfer portal is going crazy, just absolutely crazy. It, it's We're keeping track of it, of course, on the site. Um, and if you haven't, if you got to catch up on any of that, it's all up at heartlandcollegesports.com. But it's going bonkers right now. Uh, on the basketball side, though, TJ Otzelberger has gotten a two-year contract extension with Iowa State. Now, this is not surprising he done well in the regular season. Uh, of course, last year was much better in the postseason. This year was a total flameout. That pick game, still, if you're an Iowa State fan, should give you some nightmares. I mean, it was, woo, that was bad. Really, really bad. But he gets a two-year extension, staying aims through 2028-2029. No issues with that whatsoever. Because if you don't keep those extensions going, what happens is suddenly... Recruits can read into it. Oh, is TJ on some thin ice going into year three? What's going on there? You can recruit against it. Uh, you, you know, you hate to have to pay a guy out five years of a contract, but it's not its not entirely unusual. It's not like this never happens. It happens all the time. And overall, I mean, you know, two straight tournament appearances. Otzelberger signed the highest rated recruiting class in program history. Um, yeah, they're in a very good place right now. And Jamie Pollard, right up there with the best ADs in the country, he knows what he's doing on this front. He 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 get he understands what he's doing on this front. Um, so I have complete faith in Jamie Pollard doing what's right, getting them on board for a couple more years, keeping that stability in place, and saying, you know what, this year didn't end like anybody would have hoped. But let's not forget the Caleb Grill debacle. I you know who knows if that thing doesn't happen the way it did, who knows how that changes uh, this season for Iowa State. I, let's put it this way. They score, if that happens, they score more than 41 points against Pittsburgh. Can we all agree on that? Was it 41 or 40 or 42 or something like that? Can we at least all agree on that? That they uh, they are in a much better place with Caleb Grill, and if that season doesn't end for him and that team like it did, I'm just throwing that out there. So uh, I'm okay with it. I have no qualms with that whatsoever, and I think that Iowa State fans should feel very good about where the basketball program is, about, of course, where the football program is, even coming off a 1-8 and eight season uh, in conference play with Matt Campbell. You would not trade Matt Campbell for anybody right now. You just, you, you just, I mean, anybody realistic. You might trade him for Nick Saban for a couple of years, but anybody realistic, you're not trading Matt Campbell for anybody. And you'd be crazy to do that. So I, I, this is a good move for Iowa State. It makes sense. And all in all, um, you know, this conference in basketball is just an absolute grind absolute grind and that's what we learned once again out of how this NCAA tournament went uh this year it's tough it didn't go like we all wanted it to go but man oh man this league top to bottom is the best league in the country on the hardwood no doubt about that I'm Pete Mundo thanks for being here subscribe on YouTube can't thank you enough for doing that podcast as well you know what to do you help us that's our organic marketing all these like crazy algorithms that YouTube and 
iTunes and all these places Spotify have, you help. You help. Every single one of you for the years we've been at it have helped, and we appreciate those of you who are new and will continue to help. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you soon. I'm Pete Mundo. Check us out much more at heartlandcollegesports.com and sign up for the free message boards. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.